0: So we're going to shift gear now and talk the fact that sometimes exams are not a cause for celebration, and many teenagers tend to feel very alone and isolated and self-loathing when you know the official reports come out about who made it or who does who didn't make it. And students fear the negative results of failure, like rejection by their peers, um, angry parents, self-pity, and stress. And the irony is that you know failure is normal and it's a necessary part of life. Uh, at some point all of us have failed at one thing or the other uh, but for some students if that failure is always a tipping point of sorts and of course you don't forget that some of them are going to varsity that's the ones who have done well so it's a major change but how do you pick yourself up after failing metric to have hope again uh, to look again into the future and uh, perhaps try again or do other things bal is a psychologist and uh, she's a uh, psychologist and founder of Neo Psych, psychological and of course uh, when we finish this conversation you can go to our website, it's www.neowar-psych.com um, Neo, hi thank you so much Hi, it's Actually, Balisa, I just <laughs> called you Balis. You see, hey, don't play with age. It's,
1: okay.
0: <laughs> it's a it's thing. Okay. It's, okay. it's a thing. I'm so sorry about that. You know, no I mean, I mean, th- th- there's so much pressure, shame. Um, I'm sure today virtually every ma- uh, ma- matriculant of the class of 2019 is sitting in some form of panic, you know, wherever they may be, knowing that midnight is going to come for the IEBs and tomorrow, of course, um, the 8th. The results are announced for the Department of Basic Education. And for some people, the word they will get is that they have failed. How do you pick yourself up after failing Matric? And you know try to look forward, especially if you're surrounded by all of these other people who have done well and parents who are celebrating their children and you fear you've disappointed your parents, you look bad to your peers um, you know uh, you you have a level of self-pity and of course enormous amounts of stress.
1: Absolutely. Um, first of all, thank you very much for having me on your show and um, this afternoon, KG. But I just think where I want to pick it up from is the point that you made um, in the beginning of the segment, that at the end of the day, we've got to remember that failure is a part of life. And what failure does is it teaches you the lessons that um, you need, they need to implement for the future. So anyone who feels as though they have... Um, of course, failed, well, if anyone who has failed and feels those things are not looking up or not necessarily going to lead to success in the future. I always say that there's two ways of dealing with it. Number one, it's the personal, but then also those individuals who surround you. And in considering those individuals, you as the person watching the the child who has failed or just not done as well as they had hoped, it's about doing the QAs, which is acknowledgement, number one, and number two is affirmation. So in acknowledging, it's acknowledge what it is the child might be going through, the different experiences and sadnesses that they may be experiencing um, um, going to in that particular time. So the sadness, the frustration, the disappointment, not only of themselves, but also what it is they have experienced with those around them. So the disappointment I might have um, expressed for my parents, for my friends, for my teachers even. But then secondly, the affirmation. Acknowledge and affirm the fact that the child had worked really hard. Sometimes our best isn't necessarily what it is available or the the capacity that is required at that point in time, but it doesn't take away from the fact that the effort was put in place. So through acknowledging the child's feelings and then affirming the work that they put into place, then we're able to kind of pick up and recognize that this is a lesson that we're learning, not necessarily a failure that is going to knock and push us far behind those who are around us and um, you know those who have kind of managed to move forward ahead ahead of us. Delayed dreams are not denied. They're just taking a little bit more time. Mm. but then we never bring into
0: the discussion the parents because the dis- mm-hmm. the disappointment is also felt by the parents you feel like uh, you failed the child uh, to mm-hmm. some extent or you may not have been the proper support system that they may have needed uh you know it makes for some sort of tension uh, because not yeah. all not all parents are psychologically um, um, advanced enough to say you know my child try again some parents will say to the child this is all the I had, or this is yeah. all we could afford. Yeah. You failed me. How do the parents themselves deal with it?
1: The parents also then just need to be aware of the fact that in in the systems that we're in and the society that we're experiencing right now, life isn't necessarily easily um, presented to us in, in exactly the same way it was in the past. Mm. And what I mean by that is, as you said, we're comparing constantly and compare comparing but also compared to the individuals around us so it's about again the parents taking a moment in acknowledging what it is the child is going through Mm. that is of course a process that is not necessarily the easiest as you've mentioned but it's just about recognizing that my child did not do this on purpose especially if it is a child who you saw the work that they were putting in the time that they were putting in and so as a parent it's take a moment and really just pay attention to your child have a conversation with them because in that conversation you will be surprised at what it is the child spoke to having great difficulty in or the lack of support in whatever capacity that they may have experienced Mm. and you've also got to remember that as an adult you yourself aren't necessarily going to have all the answers so it's embracing the fact that i don't have the answers at this particular point in time and that is okay yeah i can make mistakes and if i can you know um learn lessons in ways that are just a little bit more heartfelt heart or just hard and um, disappointing for myself, then my child will also recognize that it's okay to make the very same mistakes and move past them. So even when, whether a child is 7 or 18, 20, what it is a parent teaches and demonstrates is how it is a child learns to, to move in, in their lives moving forward and whether or not they can kind of develop that resilience. Yeah. So parents take a moment. And just know that they try their best,
0: and yeah. you just need
1: to be there to ask them how they how you you can help them.
0: Yeah, but then we all know eighteen is difficult, or seventeen, or eighteen, or nineteen, or whatever mm. the case may be. That that time is a very difficult time of transition uh, for any young person into um, you know adulthood at a mental level, uh, because it sounds good to say acknowledge the failure, affirm yourself mm-hmm. uh, at a mental level, um, psychologically. How is it affecting them? because we've seen the, the horrifying statistics of those that ultimately cannot handle it at a mental yes. level and end up committing suicide.
1: Yes. Well, we've got to remember that when it comes to a child, um, you end up, in terms of your development, the, the cognitive and um, the frontal lobe, that is only fully developed at the age of about 21. So what we have to remember is that in that period of time, especially as a 17-year-old or just a teen, what we do is we understand who it is we are and what it is we're capable of doing based on our surroundings. So if our surroundings are saying to us, okay, so this is what the standard, what this is what the acceptable levels are, and you think that you're at the low par, what we then take on is, okay, so if I didn't reach that, then I might not be capable, therefore I am a failure. So what we then have to learn is because that is how it is our children are understanding the world from what it is they've seen from the outside, mm. we as the adults, we as the people who are the closest to them having gone past this particular stage have to try and surround this individual to continuously remind them that efforts are more important than what the outcomes might be in particular instances. Mm. What that means is you keep working until you get to where you know you can achieve. Just because it hasn't happened at this point in time doesn't necessarily speak to your capabilities in the future. Yeah. So it, because and as I mean as I'm saying because it only reaches to the age where it's fully developed, we're still in that malleable stage. We're still in that place where we're able to model. So take that modeling into your hands and use it as an advantage. Yeah. I will be sad today and I'll feel defeated today. But because I had the capacity for my mind to keep being molded and keep being attended to and nurtured, use that opportunity. It might not necessarily have the outcomes that you were hoping for next week, but two, three weeks thereafter, your child will then be able to aware that the affirmation and the acknowledgement is more supportive and more um, beneficial than all of the negatives that they might be seeing and hearing from other individuals. Yeah, stay close and just cuddle them for as much as you can for a short period of
0: time. Yeah, unfortunately, we've run out of time. But thank you, Balisa. Uh, It is uh, uh, www.neo-psych.com. That's uh, psychologist and founder of Neopsych uh, Psychological. Uh, That is Balisa. And uh, Greg Hose, the headlines are back. Uh, It is 1.30 on SAFM. It's time for the news headlines with Greg Hose. it's one thirty-seven. Welcome back to SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide uh, leading the conversation. And we just had a conversation about, uh, you know, the pain of failing matric and uh, how to uh, get those matriculants and their parents uh, who have failed in the class of 2019 after the results, of course, are issued uh, to cope and find a way uh, going forward. And on the in the same breath, the Department of Social Development has opened its Gender-Based Violence Command Centre two matriculants who may be anxious about their examination results. The matric class of 2019, as we know, receives their results um, uh, midnight from tonight and some uh, midnight tomorrow night, January 8, 2020. And reports of depression and suicide tend to be on the increase at this time of the year because of the pressure that we put them uh, under. So let's talk to the spokesperson for the Department of Social Development, Lunka Oliphant, uh, to hear why there was a need uh, to open this uh, gender-based violence uh, command center to uh, matriculants. Lumka, Happy New Year. Thank you for your time. Why was there a need to open the center to the matric class of 2019?
2: We usually do open it at this time and extend it to them um, so that they can be able to have a place to go to. We understand that um, others may not necessarily fail but they may be worried about what's going to happen next if they pass. And um, they get anxious for different reasons. Uh, and we also uh, know that sometimes people fall into depression. Parents don't also know how to deal with their children. Uh, so we just want uh, parents also to be alert and also to have a place to go to if they, if they see that a child is, is anxious or getting into depression, what to do when they get their results, either positive or negative.
0: Yeah. So the, the gender-based violence command center is right now going to primarily mostly be used towards the needs of uh, the, the class of 2019 uh, to see to their psychological, if needed, at all needs. Yes,
2: we are going to make sure that um, we, we we attend to them as well, not to say that the day-to-day operations of the centre are not going to happen, mm-hmm. but we have extended it to them as well so that they know that there is a place to go to. They are not alone. They can call us and a, a social worker will be at their service. We also want to say uh, to matriculants as well, you know, around about this time, even when they pass or they fail, they want to use alcohol and drugs. We are also saying that, and um, you know, we, we we discourage them from celebrating uh, with alcohol. Instead, uh, you know, uh, they should also understand that you can be happy without. Uh, alcohol, And then the downside of it is that others can decide to go into alcohol because they have failed. And we also just want to raise the consent.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, who can, who calls? Is it uh, just the matriculant who's anxious or one who hasn't passed? Or can the parent uh, of the child who didn't do well, who may need somebody to talk to themselves, access the same center?
2: Yes, they can. We said that even for for, for parents and and caregivers because parents at this time themselves become anxious. Parents themselves have to know where the money is going to come from uh, if a child has has passed, you know. And all those things can bring a lot of uh, anxiety, a lot of uh, uh, depression, even in families. So we are saying that roundabout this time, if also as a parent you don't know uh, what to do and your child is, is, you know, is, 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 is not uh, feeling well uh, because uh, she's worried or he's worried about the examinations and you want to speak to somebody yourself, you can also call in so that you can speak to a, 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 a social worker for psychosocial support.
0: Mm. So it's uh, social workers who will be manning the lines on the other end uh, uh, and dealing with these psychological challenges.
2: Yes, the gender-based violence has social workers 24 hours a day, and um, the person who will be on the other line is a professional social worker.
0: Yeah, but we can't uh, discard the fact that uh, South Africa also has people living with uh, disabilities, for example, deaf people. How do they then get dealt with in the centre?
2: Yes, we we we've, we've also tried to make sure that uh, those who uh, are, are deaf can also be able to to ask, to, to to call in. We, we if you have a, a you know Skype, we've caught a uh, social workers that are, that can sign. We can be able to do that for you, uh, and and the social worker will be at your service. We also want to say those who will fail. And the, the the Department of Basic Education also has a Second Chance Program, whereby if you have failed, you can go back and you can uh, write your your, your your rewrite your matric. Uh, so we just want to say there's somebody you can speak to. It is also not the end of the world.
0: Mm. So I suppose lastly, then the contact centres of the centre, the contact yes, numbers, the contact details. The contact okay. details okay. I'm yes, sorry, it's zero
2: o oh, eight hundred four two eight. You can also send a please call me to star 120 star 7867 hash star 120 star Seven, eight, six, seven, hash. And the unique part about our agenda-based violence command center is that you don't have to tell us where you are. The minute you phone, we can pick up which area you are. Sometimes people don't even. Uh, it may be an emergency. Uh, you know, we are able to 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 geolocate uh, from your, your your cell phone.
0: Thank you. Lumko Olifant is a spokesperson for the Department of Social Development. Uh, They have a gender violence uh, command center that they are extending to matriculants at this time of anxiety about uh, exam results. You can call uh, that center if uh, you're keen on it. uh, 0800-428-428. 0800-428-428. Or send a please call me to star 120 star 7867 hash. I repeat, star 120 star 7867 hash listen good luck to you and your family if uh, you're going through this very anxious time of awaiting metric results it's now one forty four